disciples a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponents. For a while he refused. But later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice, so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord.
other thing that, that I use as an image is, uh, especially when I'm praying the intercessory prayers that we have, perhaps you find yourself in this situation as well. I don't always know all the people I'm praying for, and many times I don't know the circumstances that we're praying for. So often I will think of just holding them before God in my hands and asking God to do what is best for them. Well, that was one experience. It was really, it was wonderful. It was so rich. And it was rich in part because we had been together as deans and we cared for one another. The second uh, event was this past week also. And it was a gathering of the Concord clergy. We had, had not met for a while. And we decided we needed to get together because there's a new clergy in town. So we should welcome them. And we did that. We had a very nice time over at West Concord uh, Union Church and wonderful uh, opportunity to share breakfast together. And then just before we left, one of the ministers said, why don't we pray for each other over the next few weeks? Now you might think that's an obvious question, or an obvious thing for us to do. It isn't. <laughs> I don't think that's ever come up at a clergy gathering that I've, that I've been at. So we thought that's a great idea. And, and the minister suggested that we uh, go around the table and just, if we were comfortable with it, offer up what our soul needs right now. What is it that we need? And so we did that. And we shared about our ministries and our lives. And I went away from that meeting uh, feeling so secure, knowing that my concerns that were brought to those at that table were being shared by these other people, and that they were praying for me, as I am praying for them. People of very different faiths, Baha'i, a Jewish rabbi was there, and uh, others that don't share the same theology as we do, but knowing that we're praying and holding each other's prayers. Well, the thing that I got out of these two experiences was the importance of community in my prayer life. And I don't think I've ever thought about that before. It isn't just about me and God or me and Jesus, but rather my prayer life is shaped by the communities that I'm a part of. I think that this uh, little parable that we have today uh, could easily be only seen as something about uh, praying and being persistent in prayer, praying all the time. But I think it's more than that. This particular uh, parable, I think, is uh, very interesting because I think it's one of those uh, pieces of scripture where we can imagine that Jesus was using humor to get a point across. Uh, we, we see these disciples as way too biased, I think. I think Jesus told this story and they slapped their thigh and he said, that is really funny. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a judge like that? And what about that widow? She was not a helpless widow. Judges were supposed to take care of people who were the most vulnerable. And this judge didn't care about God, and he didn't care about people. He says it to himself in the parable. And the woman was not afraid to come to that judge again and again and again to test her him, to give her justice. I think that when the disciples heard that, they must have thought, this is really funny. I mean, I've never seen a judge like that. Can you imagine a widow like that? But at the end of all this, then, Jesus says, listen to what the judge said. 
Land, Canada, for Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, and for the unity and worldwide Anglican communion. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we give thanks for the ministries of the parish of the Epiphany, Walpole, Christ Church, Waltham, the Anglican Congregation of St. Peter at Christ Episcopal Church, Waltham, the Church of the Good Shepherd, Wareham, the Order of St. Luke, and for the Bishop Search Process. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve.
here to talk about the next book for the book group. The book group will meet uh, the first three Wednesdays of November. The name of the book is America's Prophets by Bruce Filer. That's America's Prophets by Bruce Filer. First three Wednesdays of November. It will be in the insert and in the window. So I hope you can join us at 7 o'clock the first three Wednesdays of November. Good morning, my name is Leo Jasubian, and the next uh, uh, forum on November 3rd, I believe, is on stem cells. The topic is stem cells. And uh, if anybody's following what's happening with healthcare, uh, the future of medicine is personalized medicine and regenerative medicine, and the future of regenerative medicine is stem cells. And uh, stem cells have come under attack over the last two decades for various reasons, but uh, things have uh, mellowed out and a lot of wonderful things are happening in terms of adult stem cells. For the first time in the history of mankind, adults like you and I can store our stem cells. And this is brand new findings I'm going to be speaking about it. I would encourage every one of you to attend, bring people. One of your family members has osteoarthritis. It's given. It's a fact. And everybody that has osteoarthritis has very rich supply of stem cells. If you want to know about it, I'll see you in another third. It's my pleasure. Hi, I'm Linda Pierre, co-chair of the Trinity Fair, which is coming up in three weeks, November 9th on Saturday. And we come together really well. We have lots of donations. We're still looking at donations, especially in jewelry.
So we're starting at 10 o'clock on November 2nd in the kitchen. If you can give an hour or two, that would be great. Just show, come to the kitchen November 2nd at 10 o'clock. Thank you.
our supper, and he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ is God.